Welcome to the Rumpus Room. Hey everybody, how's it going out there? It's the boys from the Midwest back kicking it here in the Rumpus Room. And let's hit them with the takeaway message of the day. Today's message is to stay calm. I think we need to hear a little bit more about uh, strategies to stay calm. And I think uh, we're going to, with this podcast, take it a little different direction. I think there's a lot of information on how to handle the coronavirus, and we're not going to try to be that today. What I think I've been focusing on is how do I keep my mind as clear as possible? So I've been really focusing on looking at the information that's coming out objectively and trying to make my decision and continue to move on. So that's stoic philosophy. And what was interesting was I was reading about how stoics went through the black plague and a lot of those mentalities of I'm going to assess my current situation. I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to move on. Yeah. So, um, that's a stark contrast to a lot of epidemiologists who have emerged in the mm-hmm. last, uh, couple of weeks. I mean, yep. we've got a lot of MDs floating around out there that just are on the market. We, I don't know what the shortages of healthcare providers and beds is because everywhere I look, somebody's got a new MD degree that just well, <laughs> has, has got the secret for me. They got the diag, you know, they, the next best thing. It's like, holy crap. It's, it's a it's lot hard. of information. It's just getting whipped up in well, the so whirlwind. How are you? And I think this is it's basically how do we how do we move forward how do you think about this how are you translating all the information because it seems like we're getting just absolute dumps of different information from everywhere just like you said everybody's an expert now on what the proper diagnosis is so uh this is an unprecedented time for a a number of reasons um the uh, global supply chain is the first one. Uh, I ran into a uh, colleague of mine who worked at the University of Minnesota College of Pharmacy, and he was talking about how 97% of the world's acetaminophen comes from one particular region in China, and the, Uni- the U.S. is about to run out. And so his work was really focused on how do you have the United States become like less reliant on the global producer. Yeah. Mm. You become less susceptible to Mm -hmm. mass eruptions in the global supply chain, which is drastically different than the way that modern industrialization has occurred. Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been no incentives whatsoever to keep a drug or industry or something other than defense, which we've decided to invest in and make it our, um, gold star, but mm-hmm. we're seeing how there are other elements of the global p- supply chain that are really valuable. And um, so he was saying, like, stock up on acetaminophen because it's a element that is primarily used to reduce fever, which is one of the symptoms of the virus. And chances are, um, you know, the U.S. is going to run out in a couple of weeks, he said, <laughs> which mm. is pretty wild when you think about it. Um, and obviously, the government has a lot of these sort of stocking up programs, but so. Um, the uh, disruption of the global supply chain, I think, is is something that nobody had considered on this on this scale. Um, second piece is the information age, which I just um, kind of alluded to, which you know now everybody everybody knows the signs and symptoms of the virus. It's mm-hmm. great. It's a good thing to have this level of understanding. Yeah, that also means that when somebody coughs at the grocery store, you, you're you're at risk of getting thrown out. You know, mm-hmm. and Obviously, I'd imagine the similar thing was happening during the the bubonic plague where if you were coughing or, you know, your skin was pale or whatever it was, people were ostracizing you because 
they realized that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they realized that, but the, the speed at which it's happening now is unprecedented. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty fascinating as well. Um, and then you know, just the uh, the the varying trends of responsibility for something like this. Uh, I was listening to, and I've not actually watched a single White House press conference yet, but. Um, Apparently you probably the, haven't heard anything about him then. No, yeah, I, I'm completely <laughs> unawares. No, uh, the there was a woman who said this is going to be a millennial disease. It's up to the millennials to determine whether or not this spreads um, because I've heard certain estimates mm. that say one-third of people are asymptomatic. That's, that's a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's a sort of social responsibility and there's a lot of old people who are being like, oh, millennials, this is your time. And it's like, well, you ripped on us for the last... 20 effing years and now all of a sudden you're saying it's all up to us to keep you alive it's kind of funny how that works out isn't it well (laughs) you know it's one thing the thing that i think we talked about before we got on this is you know everybody's saying like this is the millennials disease yet you're saying everybody stay inside so it's like it's like when somebody that's above you tell is telling you exactly what to do telling you to take responsibility it's like well that's not us taking responsibility that's you telling me what to do and you just trying to guilt me into doing it and I think you know we need to definitely need to listen to the experts out there my my thing is I think we're going at the kind of the way to message this to people that are probably running around like we just were talking about there was a Panama City Beach is full of spring breakers right now spring break yep I was seeing been seeing the videos on um, you know the socials socials so it's really difficult because I think getting getting the information into their hands is difficult. And it's it's really hard because I struggle with how do you get this information into their how well, do you, how do you again, persuade people to follow directions? But this this comes down to classic how do you motivate? Mm-hmm. And information totally. information doesn't matter. Information mm-hmm. does not change behavior. Emotional no. plu, pl, uh, emotional pleas change people's behavior. So mm-hmm. unfortunately there's gonna be a lot of you know, waiting until a close relative dies or mm-hmm. whatever it is exactly. for, a, for a, and it, it would be an interesting exercise to think about how do you get beyond that for this particular disease. But, um, most of those resources are tied up trying to sell people Coca-Cola right now. Seriously. I did <laughs> see know? one video that was really good that I think in terms of persuasion is, is really effective and it is the Italians and they are in there. It's videos of Italians saying, to ten, themselves 10 days ago so what it's a they public, would it's a public, public service announcement and I, I don't know who was involved in it I know some advertising agency but what they did a really good job of is uh, what is a message to yourself 10 days ago what do they say every one of them on stay inside was like I was going out to restaurants I was telling like saying my government was stupid I was doing all of those things and I thought from a persuasion standpoint, that's really effective. It's extremely. And they had like, so it was videos basically of people on their computers yeah. in self-quarantine, which thinking about, it's like, that's a great, I think it's a, that's a great work of art basically on yeah, how do you persuade people appropriately? Cause it impacted me. I watched it and was like, Oh shit. This is more serious than I had anticipated. You could, you could no. see you felt their... It. You felt it. it. From them. It yeah. wasn't, oh, infection rates are this and that. Yeah, and blah, it, was, blah, blah. it wasn't numbers. It wasn't, you know, it was literally other humans, and it was tons of them. 
like 50 it was a three minute video young and old all ages and a lot of them were telling stories that are like i was the one that was running around saying this is stupid saying that this is dumb now i'm stuck inside and i i haven't been able to and it's like now our doctors are making decisions on who passes who they who lives or who dies who lives or who yeah, dies who gets on the ventilator yeah yeah and i think that's the difficult thing as a human being to see other human beings saying that to me, I was like motivationally, that's a really great message. It's a great way to make a person feel the very mm. real effects of their down, you know, the downstream effects of their behavior. Exactly. Which was really good because it, I've been reading, you know, now that I'm inside, one of the things I've been doing is reading a lot and persuasion has been, I just not necessarily persuasion, but like behavior change and how do people change behavior? And one of them, I think Amazon hits, just out of the park is having multiple sources of re recommendations. So you can hear it from one person, but if they're in the same group as this other person, so like you hear from a young person, if you're from 10 young people, it doesn't matter. Amazon reviews. So it's, you've got it's the, reviews, the coronavirus but it's on steroids. Reviews. It's on steroids. Corona reviews. Yeah. The Corona reviews. The Corona files. Yeah. It's and and I think great, great way to motivate people. And I think, you know, right now, we're in we talked about this war of war of attention so we all know what's the war of attention is but it's how do we get behavior change to shift and i think that's a big problem that we have and i will say it sounds like there's a lot of people that are are doing what the government is telling them they're they're self-quarantining i'd say compliance um, rates are pretty high and i mean there's noticeably less traffic wherever mm -hmm. you go there's not a lot of people around, you know, I mean, I feel like the measures are very real at this point. Mm -hmm. And it, it seems like people are taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the, um, I'm really optimistic about, um, so I was thinking about, you know, the flyover country, us in the middle of the country. Yeah, uh, we are not such a bad place to see this evolving on, you know, I, we were looking at the infection rates in New York in one day, I don't know, almost doubled or so. You yeah, know, it was I very, is a drastic increase. Mm -hmm. And here's another boon for the, uh, you know, for the for the flyover, flyover country. country. We've got access to water, you know. I mean, yeah, it's we fresh. Do. We do. We have <laughs> fresh water in <laughs> a couple specific locations. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got wildlife. We don't have super crowded cities. I mean, this is also another thing that I was thinking about is the public transportation really sucks in the United States in almost every major city except for probably like three mm -hmm. I mean, yeah you know two or san three. francisco and new chicago york and, and chicago york. Mm -hmm. are really the only ones that have any infrastructure and so everybody else in the u.s kind of just gets in their car and drives wherever they go which is really good for um i mean it's way better than everybody packing into a crowded subway car which mm -hmm. um, this is the only instance that i, I would ever want to have a transportation system that was based on distance mm -hmm. you know what i mean but there's there are i guess there's a, a silver lining to this particular super inefficient way of yeah <laughs> of organizing of, your cities there are some benefits some to, benefits to being more like a scandinavian culture of trying to distance ourselves a little bit more you know in the midwest i think we have a little bit more of that in our ancestry so it's right now it is that's kind of how I think some of our ancestors survived through some of these things. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to chat about this, uh, 
this uh, human behavior and what mm -hmm. Corona has brought to light about human beings. But first, I'd like to throw a little conspiracy theory at you that I was chuckling about to myself the other day. So um, I have... I, I'm a follower of barstool sports things. I think they're probably one of the more uh, progressive media companies in terms to s of serving, you know, white adolescent males <laughs> content. Yeah, they, for they sure. serve funny, um, sort of stupid, mindless, catchy, catchy content that is probably offensive. And Every grandpa is rolling over in their grave with what, you know, just their, their focus. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very adolescent in mm, every regard. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that they've basically built their entire premise off of is the armchair quarter, the armchair commentary of sports. Mm -hmm. And they've been in this huge feud with the NFL. Mm -hmm. What do you know? NFL season ends, coronavirus hits the United States several weeks after when the league's on a break. Um, Goodell has made it very apparent that he's not a big supporter of theirs. Um, it If you're going to say that Trump planted the virus in, uh, in China, you're going to also have to throw a hat in Roger Goodell's ring for potentially being involved in taking out Barstool at the knees and every other major sporting event at the same time while the only thing that they're talking about on ESPN... Oh, they are just slamming football. ...agency. That's all they have. That's all they have. They mm -hmm. don't have golf. They don't have basketball. Baseball. They don't have baseball. They don't have hockey. They don't have March Madness. They don't the have NFL. the most... The like, only with March Madness, the, the most popular, arguably... It's more popular than the Super Bowl. It's the number one watched athletic event mm -hmm. of the year mm -hmm. is gone now. The only thing that occupies the brain of a massive subset of sports fans at this point is NFL. NFL free agency. Oh yeah, there. It's and now the NFL is pumping out headlines, stories left and right, pumping them. They're, out. they're filling the void for all sports fans across for the sure. nation that are. That are thinking that, you know, they... Um, you can do deals over the phone. Yeah, you don't need to meet face-to-face -to, -face mm -hmm. to sign a contract. No, you can do tele-deals. Yeah, I mean, geez, DocuSign. DocuSign that Tom Brady deal, you know. DocuSign that. Oh, it's true. It's th They are, and I, I've just been sort of the number one, and Tom Brady moving to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the only thing that's going to occupy the minds of an entire an, an entire sports loving nation for like in the next week. Well, they don't have anything else to There's hold on to. There's nothing else. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else to hold on to. Formula One, NASCAR, everything is shut down. Shut down. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, you know, if you think it was driven by the United States, you gotta you gotta ask yourself: Is the NFL that bad of an organization? Because they may be. They, <laughs> they you know, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not a big. We've we're not huge NFL guys on this side. I think it's pretty obvious what they're in the business for, and they're they're damn good at it. And you know, I think this is a really difficult period for the country. And football again is trying to come in and help out as much as possible. So, I mean, it's, it's... I will say, though, the Tom Brady news didn't hit me as hard as I thought it would. It no. really... I don't care about it. I don't care either. I don't care. And I was, at this point, thinking, 
like, oh, if it would be interesting. But I think sports has taken a back seat right now. It's really taken a massive back seat. Well, how could it not? I mean, but it has historically been the only thing that distracts people from the reality of the situation. For sure. It's the biggest distraction. Yeah. I mean, everybody uses it. I mean, it's the yearly distraction that people have is sports. Yep, but now... Corona is the first thing that I have. So I, I work with a vendor in Sri Lanka mm -hmm. and I asked him, I was like, Oh, what do you think about, you know, what's going on? And he, he was very uh, angry at my contact was very angry about the Sri Lankan response to Corona because he said what they did was they took all of their nationals back from places and they actually brought infected people back. Mm. So they took a bunch of people from Italy Italy and and they brought them home China. and then they closed the borders and you know who knows how much of this is actually true versus it's, what they've been the information you know. right now is so hard to it's pretty tough to, to figure it out point because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people on the hook for certain information like if uh, no one story goes one way there's some top official that's gonna have their head chopped you know it's I don't mean figuratively chopped, but I just mean they could get fired. Yeah. Or, they could get in some trouble. Or really chopped. I mean, if you're in yeah, China, I mean, it's, we, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, there's, the there's, billionaire a, there's that, a lot of people getting chopped there. Well, I the mean, billionaire that came out and said China. Did he, did he disappear yet? He's disappeared. Oh, yeah. He's gone. His, uh, his I, contacts haven't heard from him. I, uh, oof. We all know uh, free speech is uh, is, is a tough good to one. Be, glad to be an American. Proud to be an American. Proud it's to be in a middle American flyover country person right now. Yeah, uh, end of the world stuff. You know, um, there's going to be a lot of people who are questioning their their move to Miami Beach. Yeah, right now a lot of, it's kind of a bottleneck going up through Jacksonville, and you better believe those people aren't going to be super welcoming during the no, end of the world. <laughs> no, I don't think so. One thing you I will say is... You have a chance is, to swim into Cuba, I think, at that point. Pretty much. You just stay in a boat as much as you can. Being on a boat would be a great place to be right now. Outside, if you if you get the disease, you're in some trouble. Yeah. Um, not a big boat. Not a cruise ship. Not a, that not industry a, is gone. But No, we, we talked about extreme cruise shipping last episode. Mm -hmm. That's an extreme sport. You know what the other extreme sport is these days, other than being a healthcare provider, which I think you know being a healthcare provider you get your you get your recognition you know mm -hmm. i mean people were clapping sure. people are clapping for them and you know mm -hmm. pretty soon people are going to be you know telling the soldiers to get the hell out of first class and make way for the nurses and stuff uh, like that you never know that would be the day it, it, it could know? happen but um you got you got other people out here like fedex and amazon delivery guys and you know bite squad door dashers door dash Postmates just out there on the front lines, they going are? door to door. They are go. I, I, I mean, they're 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 interacting with uncontrolled corona, let alone protective equipment and whatnot. Imagine the you walk in, you walk in, and you hand some scallywag a you know, you go down to the local, let's just say uh, the local deli. shop, the local deli, and you pick up an order for a turkey sandwich and a big bowl of chicken noodle soup with some saltines. Mm -hmm. And you go to that house. How afraid are you walking up to that doorbell going, I got to give this guy a bowl of chicken noodle soup. I am yeah. screwed. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got to have nerves of skill. Yeah. Well, yeah. so if you're on those services, you get a note about every few days about their new change of policy on what they're doing. I I don't even, I don't even, I would imagine it's just. Door leave and get out of there. Yeah. Or, or being an Uber driver or, I mean, mm -hmm. the service industry. Being a bartender, those mm -hmm. people it, with no protective equipment who are on the front lines is just remarkable to think about the impact. Um, 
that mm. industry impact is going to be, you know, economically probably the worst. It will be interesting to see what happens, but I think that is going to be hit the hardest for sure. You know, like the, we were getting some information on Delta airlines and I think 80% of their flights are canceled, which is just a massive number. So let's jump down to the industries. What are some of the things that you think? Because obviously there's this huge crash of the stock so market. So yeah, everybody knows who's going down. Not very yeah. hard. We all talk about it. Airlines, hospitality, mm-hmm. service, um, other things in the market. You know, obviously delivery should be doing well as long as they've got a really healthy, um, shall we say, Staff. hiring mm-hmm. <laughs> hiring pool. Well, all those know. college students that are at home. Well, all the college students are all the people who can't work at their service industry jobs. Mm-hmm. There should be tons of temp work for... Sign it up. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. all you need is the hazmat suits for them to, you know, be prepared. Yeah, like you the, need a couple N95 masks. Yeah, you should be equipping them with N95s. That's for dang sure. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, so uh, the shipping industry, um, yeah, so I, was, yeah, I like, was told middle market uh, oil is really something to look at because the oil is still moving around. There's mm-hmm. still tons of transit. So, oh, yeah, um, the so driving. Not upstream, there's not a downstream. Lot of upstream is the producer. Mm-hmm. Downstream is the, sell, this is the seller. And midstream is the one that basically transports everything. Hmm. I've been told that's a really good industry to look at. I mean, DoorDash, uh, your, your food delivery. I think technology Amazon. is the way to be right now. Yeah, I think there's going to be a, I think there's going to be a newfound uh, resurgence of the drone delivery programs for medication oh, for and sure. food. Everything. <laughs> you know? I think right now the the advancements in technology are going to start to be what thrives. Self driving cars as opposed mm-hmm. to sending an ambulance out to somebody's house. Yep. You know, would you be mm-hmm. considering not having any human contact with somebody? It might it there might be an impetus for people to um, move away from the human involvement in in most elements of the supply chain. For sure, and I I think. Thinking about how industries are going to change, it's really, this is going, I think, to force an evolution in a lot of businesses because in order for these companies to thrive, they have to move to the next level, which is how do we become leaner? So how do we use resources more efficiently and how do we make sure we're protected against things like this? So, I mean, obviously any type of tele anything is hot, Uh, teleconferencing, tele health tele everything comcast you comcast, better you better i just saw Netflix. an estimate yeah double increase increase in the double the amount of people who are paying for streaming services mm-hmm. think about if you're a effing telecom bandwidth provider you know i mean mm. overload yeah overload the real challenge is actually having to deliver without getting noticeably more revenue you know it'd be like the incremental changes yeah but maybe people will be realizing that their internet service is too slow and wanting to bump up the package Mm because all they do is stream videos now and it wasn't you know i mean so telecommunications has been a safe haven for Mm -hmm. capital at this point um i don't know i would be there's probably not a whole lot of people out buying cars i'd be a little worried about manufacturing um you know plants are really under fire anything that requires a lot of frontline workers um i'd be concerned about anything particular so we already talked about but we were going to talk about things that we thought were mm-hmm. better going good yeah going well and grocery stores Gro- costco make, make grocery stores i was uh, a, i think a big part you know delivering food is such a huge part of human instacart yeah any of these things are going to be like mm-hmm. so one of the big ones was blue apron which is basically home-cooked meals 
and it has been getting fleeced over the past two to three years. Well, their business model has really been struggling, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, the problem is people order once, then stop ordering. mm -hmm. And um, I think that was, that's one that I think is starting, it jumped double the last two days. Yeah, I I bet their orders are just going gangbusters at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that are predicting them to stay successful for a while. The well, hard thing is with all these businesses, okay, so we're changing human behavior. We're going to change people to understand this is more, this can be possible. How many people are going to stay on? I don't know. Um, probably a lot of people because what you're doing with this, with this inflection point is you're taking early adopters you're just and shifting you're, it and you're jamming a bunch of people who otherwise wouldn't have considered the possibility mm-hmm. of changing their ways into it i mean this is an inflection point that's going to drive major consumer behavior change tons, tons major yeah and i think you know so from the you know i can speak a little bit because i'm in the telemedicine service area hospitals are closing surgery centers for eight weeks starting next week. Yeah, elective surgeries elective are postponed. Sur- at, uh, Surgeon General recommended this a long time ago, but you yeah. know, big systems that everybody knows the brands are crashing it for eight weeks, which is such a huge thing because you think about all these people that have these scheduled procedures and now they're not. Pushed. Yeah, It's going to be, you know, so now all these people are going to be like, what am I going to do? Well, well yeah, do, yeah. I maybe I'll just call care. in or, da, da, yeah. da, you know. Tons like, of people are probably going to flock towards um, service those type of services. Yeah, mm-hmm. ACE. Uh, what is it? ACE. Uh, asynchronous. Asynchronous and synchronous communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, it's both. I think the the interesting thing we were talking about is this is a chance for behavior change to be forced. Mm-hmm. And when you get the president up there saying tele whatever conferencing. It's a big vote for how things should be done in the future. And people are trying to, you know, I think we've used these technologies for a while, but it's what is the general population going to get used to? Yeah. Um, other things, you know, like uh, I'm sure Apple is fine. You it's know. fine. It's just the concern around China is big. Oh, I bet. I was thinking like Zoom, FaceTime sort of. Zoom you know. is big, big. Zoom, Zoom or has whatever. been going absolutely bonkers. I, I'm sure, yeah. Bonkers. They're, they're giving it away. They're doing the Google model of they're giving away their service to high schools, to schools. Sure. Everything's given away. So talk about getting used to a certain provider. I mean, the one thing I will say with Zoom is I've worked with every Zoom is a video one. sharing platform similar to Skype. You know? It's so good. Yep. You don't have to download anything on your computer. You're just it's all web-based through web-based, the browser. Yeah. Which... For ease of use, I work with people that don't know how to use these things, clinicians, mm-hmm. and they are completely, they, they get it every time, which is, that's a huge advantage. So, you know, these are not our hot stock tips, but I think these are, if you're looking to come and understand what, what's this going to change, I think it's going to change a lot of behavior in humans. Yeah. Um, Something near and dear to my life. Uh, all of the Colorado ski resorts have shut down. That uh, was government governor mandate. Um, I believe most ski resorts are shutting down. I mean, even though you know, I was talking with a colleague of mine who was down in Orlando, and he was like, "Oh man, yeah, it's great out here. Pretty much the only thing you can do anymore is golf." 
make golf great again? Well, think about it. This could this could be you outside of walking. All you need is Zoom in order to sign up for the golf round. So you have a little booth. You know, you just turn the golf course into a movie theater, basically. You forego mm-hmm. the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You have yourself a, a private little place. Mm-hmm. You know, a ticket counter that's fully enclosed in glass. Mm-hmm. Just scan you something walk over in. your computer or yep. your phone. Yeah, you walk in, you just show them your RFID that you purchased the round. They tell you to get on the course and don't get too close to other people. You know, I mean, it's at your full discretion. If you're golfing with a foursome, you know, that's still under the 10 person limit. So, hey, what do you know? And, and stay six feet away. Stay six, usually we, you, stay six usually feet away from you the group try in front to, of you. you know? Usually you, you'd try to stay away from yeah. other people in your group by six feet because you're swinging clubs and hitting little white balls yeah, that I mean, are hard as balls. It'd be a pretty aggressive, um, you know, I I mean, see, if, if people are within six feet perhaps, of you, you know, it's weird on a golf course. You got course. a problem. Yeah, it's uh, weird. That's pretty much the only other sport, though, that's mm-hmm. capable to be played at this point. I suppose you could play singles tennis or, you know, yeah. doubles tennis is probably fine, doubles, too. You yeah. Know? Tennis is another. Yeah, sports okay, to play. Okay, so you could play badminton because the other thing is, what do you do? So we've got gyms that are shut down right now. Everything's I got shut down. I got an email from, I don't know if I, if you guys are um, members of Lifetime Fitness, which there's a lot of great things about Lifetime Fitness, but one thing that's not real great about Lifetime Fitness is their CEO giving you health tips on how to avoid coronavirus. I was like, dude, just open the damn gym as fast as you can and don't tell me any of this information. Mm-hmm. You think I really care about the CEO of a health club telling me a about fitness wa- club. wash your hands, mm-hmm. you know, eat fruits and vegetables. It was just like, oh my God. And then he was... He also said, you're going to be getting a string of these emails from us promoting health and health and well-being. It's like, geez, Louise. Oh, this gets into the whole being an opportunist on the coronavirus, yeah, yeah. So which, I think, which we'll get into yeah. after we mm-hmm. dissect this, uh, this sports thing. Because yeah, what, are you, what are you going to do during quarantine? So what can you do? Let's sports. I don't know. Swimming. Rollerblading. A lot of lake swimming. Well, lake swimming is good. Rollerblading. Biking. Biking. Fishing. Fishing, ooh, fishing is good. I saw yep. some people on the river, fishing. Yep, um, ice fishing not advisable. Hunting, yeah, given the, yeah, I mean, not really hunting season, but um, tennis, golf, um, pickleball, pickleball. I suppose, as long as there's no audience, you know. Yep. And typically, and where you'll have to take con- some concessions because there will oftentimes be an, an audience when you're playing Depending pickleball. On usually, playing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, volleyball, if you're only playing, if you're only playing doubles. 40, yeah, doubles volleyball would be all right. Mm-hmm. I think water skiing will be okay, right? Oh, yeah. You, know? you just have one spotter one and one spotter driver. in the boat. <laughs> one spotter, one driver. We'll have to Can't, limit the... No um, tubing. No tubing is probably not sufficient. I, mean, I think that's too close of quarters. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost guaranteed transmission. Yeah, that's definitely... Um, I mean, I think you could still have campfires if you're, you know, sitting a reasonable distance from each mm-hmm. other and... Yeah, so campfires are good. S'mores are still okay. Oh yeah, s'mores. Yep. There's, I don't know, um, the Olympics, that's mm. coming up. Oh yeah, water that's polo's on the, out. That's that's on the docket right there. Um, I don't know. Mm. Uh, we'll only think summer Olympics since that's uh that's what's coming around it's the coming bend. Around. Track and fields probably a no. I would oh, say. Oh yeah, I think it's no. just too much. You're next to each other. Yeah. It's even the distance people you're running and coughing. Yeah, not a chance. I mean, all of the team sports, lacrosse, baseball. Yep. Uh, you see, you can't do golf team, but you could probably run a golf tournament. Uh, 
you could run a golf tournament or you could run a golf course and probably get away with it. Mm-hmm. Driving range should be fine. Mm-hmm. Just remove one of the uh, stalls. One of the stalls, and next you thing you know, like you got a, six feet right there. Oh, and you just can't touch the balls. So you just have oh, them. Yeah. All you yep. got to do is have. Yep. You're playing with your irons. A ball guy and hit the irons. Or you're just hitting the irons. Just no tees. No tees. This is going to be the summer of no tees. Yeah. Well, and then we're just going to have to draw holes on the golf course too, right? Yeah. So, but I suppose if you you're just touching use, your ball, you can touch your ball. You can touch your ball, and you can also use your club to True. get it out of the I hole. mean, those are going to be some messy club holes. They're going to be. They're going to be some dense. They're going to be pretty uh, roughed up, but. So yeah, you could you could drive range uh, if you're hitting irons, but you could play with your with your with okay. your driver. Yeah, you could. That'd be fine. Or you, or you just go two golf clubs. Boom, mm-hmm. problem solved. Double glove, double glove. I think is the way to do it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I think there's there's activities you can do. Gardening still okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cutting Billing wood. Building sand castles. Sand castles is fine as long as it's not a team activity, which. Basically, Obviously it does. I mean, going to a cabin is about all you could do. Pretty much. How about playground games? Tag? Mm. No. Nope. Not a good idea unless you're playing four people or less, which... You, know. well, you got to know who you're playing with, too. You got to take true. the temperature. <laughs> yeah, well, if they're respiratory compromised, I'm fine. I think I'll be able to outrun them. That's you know? true. They will be slower. <laughs> yeah, so as, as long... <laughs> it's another way to thin the herd or at least know who's got the, know who's got the disease. I think... You know, it's. I'm trying to think of other activities. We were thinking about that. I mean, well, we, there's board been games, so many people going on cards. Walks. Yeah, there are tons of people outside on walks. And now that the schools are closed, it is. Kids I think Central, kids huh? are doing laps, and so my dog is on on duty all day. Defending so the property. She, she cannot stand when kids go by. So every five minutes, so it's actually become quite an annoyance where I've had to move rooms a number of times because she just all of a sudden out of nowhere just erupts because some 10 year old girl is outside yelling at her sister so but there's the one thing that's fun is to watch these little kids they're out playing and doing things we used to do you know they're running in and out of the 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 houses they're jumping on trampolines they're this is the best thing that ever happened to them i i hope you realize oh i mean well, this is every imagine? kid's dream. This is every kid's dream. This is what you you wake up in the morning and pray for. Pray, even if you get six inches of snow, you're you're coming back the next day. You're wondering, you're one, you're hoping and praying that it turns into a foot somehow, somewhere, mm-hmm. or the boiler breaks down or whatever. And typically, we've only had that freedom in the winter. Mm-hmm. We rarely get. Yeah, you don't get a summer cancellation like this. No, until the actual cancellation, which mm-hmm. is summer. Yeah, which is the, <laughs> that's the, the prime time. The ultimate cancellation. The, that euphoria on the last day of school is something that, uh, hard to recreate. Hard to recreate, but imagine getting that, that message early mm-hmm. when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Oh, All those oh by the way, you have two months extra of summer. Yeah, welcome to the best time of your life, my friend. Talk about a positive <laughs> message. No wonder why these kids aren't uh, getting sick. They're overflowed with adrenaline all day. Exactly. You know, I mean, they're not respiratory compromised or immunocompromised because um, they're just playing so much cops and robbers. Yeah, they're running know, around so building much up sardine, their immune system. Hide and seek that they're fine. Mm-hmm. But chances are they all actually there. have corona. They're just just immune. They're, they're, they're super. They're, they're super, super kids. Super humans. <laughs> I mean, if they're playing cops and robbers, 
they got a lot more things to worry about than can't you can't have something like the coronavirus slow you down when yeah. you got somebody hot on your tail I mean, trying to put out you loud, in jail. We know kids that weren't wiping because they had to get back in the game so quickly. Uh, let alone let alone these new new requirements. Anyway, so there's there's still a lot you can do. You got the board games, you got the cards, you got the. Um, I would imagine there's going to be a resurgence of online poker and that sort of thing. Video you know, games are video hot games right are now. hot right now. Yeah, video games are. Big time, big, big Xbox Live. Big, oh, big. think about that industry. Not a mm-hmm. bad idea to invest in one of those. Uh, no, one not of those gaming companies. Game. I know any co- type of entertainment that can be done seated well, is pretty hot. I don't know if you've, um, I don't know if you've seen these on Reddit, but um, they're a little frustrating to see because they're so self-loathing, and and so th- you know this this incel community this involuntary celibate oh yes like yes. social isolation people mm-hmm. um there are all these memes that are coming out that are like um everybody's freaking out about being in containment and it goes one of two ways the first way that it goes is but i've been in solitary conf- confinement my entire life and you know i I figured it out, but it's mm-hmm. very, but it's very self-loathing. It's like, oh, you know, now everybody else is going to feel my pain. I've been in this pain for such a long time. Got it. Mm-hmm. One avenue, other avenue, gamers. Mm. And then the gamers are like, oh, we're going to be quarantined for 14 days. This is going to be the best 14 days of my life because nobody's going to give me shit for not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a subset again. I mean, these guys are riding the wave. They're the, Talk about turn it into a positive. Turn it into a positive taking a negative making it a positive yeah i'm just gonna play video games non-stop non-stop talk about i mean talk about little boys this is one for the little boys yeah they're the the it's gonna be pretty tough to be a parent and maintain your um your restrictions on child gaming when they're in your house going absolutely nuts for the next three weeks yeah i imagine I, i was talking to our neighbor who he's got uh, two little girls and he's like I still have to work and they're at home and I'm trying to get them to go to school online which for a five-year-old kid how do you yeah, get them to concentrate on a third graders in an online school yeah like okay they're gonna great. pay attention when yeah, they've got sure they figure out pretty quickly they press a different button all of a sudden the game shows up yeah you know these these little these little minds are a lot quicker than we we expect so yeah just listening to to people talk about how managing this is going to be be difficult. Well, let's talk about the opportunists because mm. I mean, I I just got a email. Yeah, I talked about the Lifetime Fitness guy, but I also got an email from a mass email campaign hmm. that was telling me about their COVID nineteen preparedness. All they do is facilitate the sending of mass emails, hmm. and I was like why are you and it's just totally one of those examples of opportunistic human behavior trying to capitalize on a phenomena and for sure the other example was this medium article where a guy was writing about oh you know the coronavirus or the pandemic that nobody is paying attention to obviously i clicked on the link i was like what the hell is this guy talking about Mm mm-hmm First, he's talking about coronavirus, and then I, you know, wasn't reading any of it. Obviously, mm-hmm, just skim, just skimming it. After I get, you know, three words into the first paragraph, and I understand the gist of it, you know, mm-hmm. and then got into the second half of the story, and then he starts talking about his book on dieting, about how that's the real epidemic that nobody's talking about in the United States, and 
this this headline jacking this this uh, opportunistic behavior is i mean it's happening oh it's, big time it's a prime time right it's, now the one thing i will say is it's pretty easy to see who's doing it because it's not hard to pick out no because you're trying to sell me a book on you dieting can, you can feel you can feel to even companies that are in the realm of you know we've got this product that can help it's pretty obvious they use all the same language and it's it's like as a as a consumer you know who's just opportunistic right now you can feel it whereas before it's a little harder to figure out like you kind of it's a little gray area but now you're just like okay you're just being plain obvious on what it is you know you're just trying to use this moment and you're using this really really thin connection to kind of press whatever agenda you have and you know, welcome to the political world. Obviously, all of them are doing it, but I think oh, you're starting soon. to see businesses that are trending that way. Yeah, you're you're gonna have uh, virtual Tupperware parties. You know, oh yeah. Or uh, your your next generation anti. Yeah. What's the Mary Kay response to this? Yeah, exactly. The Tupperware party business is going out. <laughs> yeah. Or you've got your uh, multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. How that, are you gonna like? We've got perfect water. Yeah, perfect water to help you uh, manage beat through the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It helps you jump higher. And Door, is door-to-door sales coming back? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna put those guys in the camp of BNA absolute. Um, absolute savage in terms of their fortitude. If you're doing door to door sales, you know everybody's well, at home. Or, or yeah, I mean, you, like talk you, about a sales talk strategy. about an opportunity right get, there. Everybody's at home. It's required or yeah. not required, but heavily, heavily, uh, heavily uh, requested. Advised, yeah. So door to door sales doesn't come back. Jehovah's Witness, are they going to go? You might see a spike in membership. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the uh, Mormons doubled in size. You, I don't know. You know, because yeah. all of a sudden you had a captive audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to go watch my baseball game. Sure, I'll listen to you, brother got, Jebediah, you know, about what you want to say, Elder. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about the that Joseph Smith? Oh, I got all I day. I got nothing else to do. I, I got twenty pounds of toilet paper. I just got off the John. I got plenty of it going around. I have I'm three back in the action. Thirty minute phone calls today. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you need? I I was told by a guy. Um, who worked for a very large public food uh, and agricultural manufacturing and distribution company located somewhere in the United States. Big question, where? Um, And he was telling me that I could get a job there and send an email in the beginning of the morning and the end of the day and participate on two or three conference calls a day and say one sentence at each and get a full-time salary at each of them at at that job. And I was like, wow. Mm. That's really the talk level about productive. Yeah, talk about productive. But I feel like, um, and there was another friend of mine who said, "What's going to happen to productivity when people work at home?" And I, I said, "Well, initially, what happens in all of these studies is productivity goes up because everybody has to prove to their superiors that they can work from home or they can mm-hmm. handle the change." So, the oldest advantage, the oldest example of this is a re- bunch of researchers wanted to see the impact of of playing music in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So they played music in the workplace, and what do you know, productivity went up. And then Mm -hmm. it regressed back to where it was. And then all of a sudden, they turned the music off. And then, oh, what do you know, productivity went up too. So people just respond to change Mm. in that instance. So I said to him, I said that chances are productivity is going to go up for a while, and then it's just going to fall precipitously because Mm -hmm. people are going to realize that, oh, I actually can slack off, and it'll be interesting to see. it's going to be okay when that happens for certain industries. Mm-hmm. It will. And I think 
we're reading a lot more about how businesses are starting to get a lot leaner. So I think there's going to be that fear for a little longer than we've anticipated. But man, the next the next week, it, it just seems like every day there's going to be a new kind of a new announcement or a new a new reality. It just seems like it, you're becoming more aware of what's going on around you. You know, we had kind of these specific routines that you're going into and this is just upended all of that it really has changed a new normal Mm -hmm. well that's all we got for you today folks tune in next week when we'll be back kicking it here in the rumpus room